Background Psalm 118, verses 22 and 23, and Matthew chapter 21, verse 42, was presented by Earl Craig on August 6, 2015, at Gutenberg College's Summer Institute, Reunion, Tanakh and the Gospel of Matthew. The copyright for this recording is held by Gutenberg College, Inc., 2015. Gutenberg College is a non-profit organization, and contributions may be made at www.gutenberg.edu. This material may be copied and distributed in whole for non-commercial and educational purposes, subject to the inclusion of this introduction. All other rights reserved. PDF notes accompany this talk. So the task for the next few minutes is for me to provide you with some background to Matthew 21 as well as to Psalm 118. What I'd like to ask you to do is to take your handout, section 7, and to turn to the back page, which is page number 5. This is the biblical historical context of Psalm 118, and I really don't have much to say about that because we don't know who the author was, don't know when this was written. We know how the Jews are using this psalm in their present-day worship of God, and that's basically what I've got here from the Expository's Bible Commentary, and that's it. I'm not going to read through this because I don't think this is necessarily germane to our interpretation of Psalm 118, but it's there for your edification nevertheless, and you can read that at some other time. So then if you go to the previous page, which is page 4, I do want to offer you here some typical characteristics of the Psalms. Number one, that the Psalms are a kind of Hebrew poetry. I say kind of because you'll find Hebrew poetry in the prophetic writings and other writings, other documents of the Hebrew scriptures. And so that's why I use the words kind of there. Hebrew poetry that was usually put to music and sung by either individuals or groups of people as a form of worshiping God. An important thing to understand about Hebrew poetry, though, that instead of rhyming sounds, number two here, such as Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall, Humpty Dumpty had a great fall, rhyming sounds, Hebrew poetry rhymes ideas, either in a manner where the ideas express the same thing. For example, Psalm 19, 1 through 3 here. Notice the couplets. The heavens are telling of the glory of God. And then a similar idea, and their expanse is declaring the work of his hands. Psalm verse 2, day to day, pours forth speech, a similar idea, a rhyming idea, and night to night reveals knowledge, etc. there even in verse 3. So the Hebrew poetry rhymes ideas either in a manner where they're expressing the same idea or in a manner where the ideas express opposite things. For example, Psalm 1 verse 6, for the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but an opposite idea, but the way of the wicked will perish. And depending upon how you want to interpret the word know there with regard to Yahweh knowing the way of the righteous, I think one would see that it would be more obvious that these are opposite ideas. Number three here, maybe somewhat of a controversial thought. Sometimes the psalm includes before or after it, the name of its author in a short statement of either its purpose or the occasion on which it was written. For example, Psalm 3, verse 0, a psalm of David when he fled from Absalom, his son. 
the controversial idea uh, notions here are before or after. I think most people think that these statements of purpose or occasion are only before a psalm, but I wonder if on occasion actually it follows the psalm. So you can read through the psalms, do your own study, and uh, come to your own conclusion about that. Then, turning to the previous page, page 3, some important interpretive issues in Matthew 21, as well as Psalm 118, things that you can be thinking through, questions to be answering with regard to these passages as you're seeking to understand how Matthew is using Psalm 118 or Matthew slash Jesus are using Psalm 118 in Matthew. I'm not going to read through these. What I would prefer to do at this point is to go ahead and turn to, let's go with the first page, Matthew 21. Here's my translation of Matthew 21, 23 through 45. The verse of interest really doesn't come until about verse 42. But let me read through this. What I find helpful, even in my own study, is to read passages out loud and hear myself hear (laughs) the words, the English text, the Hebrew text, the Greek text that are being used in the biblical text. So one more time, then that you get to do this, and then if you want to do it again in your groups and proceed into your discussions, that's fine too, obviously. So what do we have here? Well, chapter 21, verse 23, then after he entered the temple, who's the he? Jesus. The chief priests and the elders of the people approached him while he was teaching and said, By what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? Jesus said to them, I will also ask you one thing, which if you tell me, then I will also tell you by what authority I do these things. From where did the baptism of John come? From heaven or from men? But they were deliberating among themselves. If we say from heaven, then he will say to us, then why do you do not believe him? But if we say from men, we are afraid of the crowd, because they all consider him, John the Baptist, to be a prophet. So they answered Jesus, we don't know. And he said to them, well, then I will not tell you by what authority I do these things. But what do you think? A man had two children, and he came to the first and said, child, go work today in the vineyard. And he said, I will not. But afterwards, he changed his mind and went. Then he came to the other child and said the same thing. and answered, yes, sir, but he did not go. Which of the two did the will of the father? They said, the first. Jesus said to them, truly I say to you, the tax collectors and evil women are entering into the kingdom of God before you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, but you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the evil women did believe him. When you saw this, You did not change your minds afterwards in order to believe him. Listen to another parable. A man was a landowner who planted a vineyard, surrendered it with a wall, dug a wine press in it, built a tower, rented it out to farmers, and took a trip. When the season of the fruits drew near, he sent his slaves to the farmers to receive his fruits. The farmers took his slaves, and one they beat, another they killed, and another they stoned. Again he sent another group of slaves, larger than the first, And they did the same thing to them. Then afterward, he sent his son to them, saying, They will surely respect my son. But when the farmers saw the son, they said to themselves, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him and seize his inheritance. So they took him and threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. Therefore, when the vineyard owner comes, what will he do to those farmers? 
They, the scribes and chief priests, the elders of the people, said to him, He will utterly destroy those evil men, and he will rent out the vineyard to other farmers who will pay back the fruits to him in their season. Jesus said to them, Did you ever read in the scriptures the stone which the builders rejected? This became the cornerstone. This came about from the Lord, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore I say to you, that the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people who do its fruits. And he who falls on this stone will be broken into pieces, and on whomever it falls, it will crush him. After the chief priests and the Pharisees heard his parables, they understood that he was talking about them. But when they sought to seize him, they were afraid of the crowd because they considered him to be a prophet. Page 2, Psalm 118. Acknowledge to Yahweh that he is good because his loyal love is chesdo, is into perpetuity. Let Israel say his loyal love is into perpetuity. Let the house of Aaron say his loyal love is into perpetuity. Let those who fear Yahweh say his loyal love is into perpetuity. From a stressful situation, I called out to Yah. In other words, the Hebrew text here, it's not the tetragamon of, of Yahweh. It's just the first syllable, Yah. From a stressful situation, I called out to Yah. Yah answered in a big place. Yahweh is for me. I will not fear. What can Adam do to me? Yahweh is for me. He is among those who are helping me. As for me, I will look upon those who hate me. It is better to take refuge in Yahweh than to trust in Adam. It is better to take refuge in Yahweh than to trust in the magnificent. All the Goyim have surrounded me. In the name of Yahweh, I will surely cut them off. They surrounded me. Yes, they surrounded me. In the name of Yahweh, I will surely cut them off. They surrounded me like bees. They were put out like a fire of thorns. In the name of Yahweh, I will surely cut them off. You pushed me violently into falling, but Yahweh helped me. Yah is my refuge and strength. He has become Yeshua, the same name for Jesus in Hebrew, he has become Yeshua, salvation for me. The sound of joyful shouting in Yeshua is in the tents of the righteous. The right hand of Yahweh is being exalted. The right hand of Yahweh operates competently. I will not die, but I will live. And I will proclaim the actions of Yah. Yah has instructed me diligently, but he has not given me to death. Open the gates of righteousness for me. I will acknowledge Yah. This is the gate to Yahweh. The righteous enter by means of it. I will acknowledge you because you answered me and you have become for me Yeshua. The stone which the builders rejected is the cornerstone. This is from Yahweh. It is wonderful in our eyes. This is the day that Yahweh has made. Let us rejoice and delight in it. Please, Yahweh, save. Please, please, Yahweh, Cause success, please. Blessed is he who comes in the name of Yahweh. We have blessed you from the house of Yahweh. Yahweh is God, and he has caused there to be light for us. Bind the feast in the clouds until the horns of the altar. I have no idea what that means. You are my God, and I acknowledge you. I exalt you. Admit to Yahweh that he is good because his loyal love is into perpetuity. Let's go discuss these.